I think um, people who run businesses, good businesses, know that their that their demographic in their business, especially around their senior team, mm-hmm. has to be balanced mm-hmm. and has to reflect you know, uh, the, their customer base yeah. uh, and their partner base. Otherwise, they're going to be making decisions mm-hmm. that, they, that are not normally, that are not in line with their customers. Mm-hmm. So so people, are, I think, to answer your question, people are cottoning on that yeah. you have to have a diverse board. And obviously, gender yeah. uh, comes into that. Since 2013, X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding, and ongoing support and connections. From service leavers and veterans to spouses and other family members, X-Forces Enterprise has supported thousands of people, many of whom have incredible stories of success and overcoming adversity. This series of podcasts celebrates their achievements and seeks to demonstrate what can be achieved when you combine the unique ethos and aptitude of the armed forces community with the right support network. The series is hosted by the founder and CEO of X-Forces Enterprise, Lieutenant Colonel Ren Kapur, MBE. So I would like to have a warm welcome to Karen Tracy, who is just a force of nature. <laughs> I have, you know, people will sort of, sort of say, do you know what, Ren, you walk into a room and you, you know you're there. Mm-mm. Karen oh, <laughs> is that force of nature. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let me just tell you a little bit of a backstory here, because I think it's important to set the scene. So I had a meeting lined up with Craig Tracy, MP, and it was at the, uh, at the House of Commons. And actually, on that day, we had Karen Tracy there as well. I'd never met Karen before. And uh, she said, do you mind if I just join the last part of your meeting? Well, we just forgot about Craig at that point, and here we are. <laughs> here Welcome. We are, well, it's Karen. so great to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Ren. Thank you. So I wanted to just uh, kick off this podcast um, with actually just tell us a little bit about, about a bit about you because uh, what I didn't know when I first met you, but it took me two seconds into just having a chat, is that you've got an armed forces background. Absolutely, Ren. When I talk about my background, I always say I have three careers in my in my background. I always say the next one's going to be the garden, but behind me is three careers. The first <laughs> one was in the military, and it's it's a career I think I'm most proud of. Uh, and I joined the military. I joined the Women's Royal Air Force because the women joined a separate force in those days in uh, 1983 and served just under under nine years. And that was my first career. Uh, and that's where my biggest learning curve was. That's yeah. where I learned the most. Uh, and if I'm honest with you, that's where I had most fun and, you know, met some amazing people. Yeah. Uh, my second career, when I came out of the RAF, I went into the corporate world like many people do and went yeah. to work in business. And I was there for 20 years. Uh, started at the bottom, worked my way up and finished in mainly learning and development yeah. and training roles yeah. uh, because of some rudimentary skills that I'd learned in the Air Force. We'll probably say more about that yeah. in a minute. And finished up as an ops director of a training company. Mm-hmm. And then that was the end of my second career. And then I decided to set up on my own. And my business is 10 years old next year. Oh, fabulous. It, it, it's, we're really <laughs> excited about our 10 years anniversary. Absolutely. Um, but what I say about my third career is um, I've 
I don't feel as I've been to work for 10 years, but I've never worked so hard in my life. Yeah. And any entrepreneur, any mm-hmm. business owner will tell you how that feels. Yeah. And actually, that's a really good point <clears throat> because, you know, sometimes uh, individuals who decide that they want to start their own business and it's that, that you know, I want to be my own boss because then I can choose when I want to work. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can. It's usually 24 hours a day for the first <laughs> for the first while. But, you know, joking aside... It can be quite tough. And I think that's where, you know, one of the things about X-Forces is getting people to share those dynamics so that you're actually going into your journey of self-employment knowing everything. Absolutely. I think every entrepreneur is a role model to other entrepreneurs. And it's our, yeah. I think it's our responsibility to share that. So for me, as an entrepreneur and a veteran, mm. I feel it's my responsibility to, to share with veterans who are, serving, who are setting up their own businesses exactly those sort of learnings. Because yeah. if nobody tells you, how are you going to know? You're going to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is to help veterans expedite yeah. their success in, uh, in their entrepreneurial journeys. And yeah. through X-Forces, I can do that. Oh, wonderful. And thank you, because that is, you know, if we can give you the vehicle, you're definitely in the driving seat and making that happen, because you're also an ambassador for us. And that was, you know, we were very, very lucky to have you. And I know you say, I'm really, really proud to be, you know, it's we, we, we sort of, you know, who's thanking you sometimes, but I have to say that you are such an inspiration, because there's something that I always talk about. And it's a case that, you know, we uh, deliver self employment support across the UK Um, starting up a business is hard and even if you've got a brilliant idea you've got the funding that isn't the start that's not everything you know client acquisition you know being the bottle washer as well as the chief executive and everything in between that's quite hard however we're seeing one of the most success stories coming out of the x-forces community and i get asked that on a regular basis uh, to say, well, what is, what's different about you guys? And actually, one of the big things that are different about X-Forces Enterprise is actually the X-Forces Absolutely. mindset, i.e. the military mindset. And can you tell us a bit about how, you know, those attributes and skills have actually supported you. Absolutely. I agree with you entirely, Ren. You know, anyone, not anyone, could. lots of people have an idea, lots of people yeah. have a product. But the things around that in terms of running the business it's, it's, it itself have got to work yeah. for you to be able to do those two things in mm-hmm. tandem. And for me, um, you know, coming out of the military um, and, and uh, learning some of the things that I did then, although there'd been a 20-year gap, yeah. it's that they're, they're fundamental skills that are ingrained in, 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 into you it's about our value system yeah. it's about our resilience it's about our loyalty to each other it's yes. about our, how we never give up yeah. and uh, and it's about how we are always hard working mm-hmm. and we surround ourselves with a team mm-hmm. and train that team mm-hmm. to achieve the goal yeah. And that's what we're doing in the military. And yeah. and when you're learning those, and if you've even if you haven't had any form of leadership in the military, yeah. uh, you're still learning those fundamental skills, and they still stay with you. And if mm. if you've got those, you can easily translate them into business. And the yeah. people that do that and see that they can do that are the ones that are successful. I'm inspired by the military people <laughs> that I meet in X Forces who have done that yeah. so brilliantly. And so that brings me on to a really nice question to ask you at this point is that you know you you always rock up 
Karen. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, if you can make it, you will be there. You've never, ever said, I can't actually support something, whether it's us directly with an event we're doing or whether it's an individual. So, and you're a busy lady. I know how busy you are. Okay, so what motivates you in terms of one, you know, being the ambassador, but more importantly, what motivates you about helping the armed forces community? Because you do it without thinking about it. Yeah, because we're a family. And so last week, I, I launched, as an, as an in my ambassadorship, yeah. I launched my first... Um, um networking event and the first thing i said to the to the men and women that came most of them were army we had a few raf in there one lone matlow one lone sailor no royal marines and one of the the first thing i said to them was the re the reason that we're all here and the reason that in a minute you're all going to talk to each other and network and help each other is because we're a family we've got each other's back we've got each other's six we're always there and and that is something we learn in the military You know, there's no internal politics. Yeah. We're all in there, whether it's a platoon, whether it's a squadron, whether it's whatever the Navy have. Can't yeah. think of that word in my <laughs> head. Um, we're there for each other. And yeah. it doesn't matter. And that's cross-service. Yeah. Uh, and actually, there was one policewoman in the room last mm-hmm. week. And and, and even cool. that, you know, where people have served, yeah. where people have served their country and where they have where they have rocked up yeah. and where they have given all you know we all respect that yeah. uh, and um you know when you hear some of the stories that and some of the things that people have done uh i mean yes i i'd served mm. in the first gulf war but when i meet some of the guys that served in afghanistan and 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 you know gave you know what they did yeah. it inspires me and humbles me and yeah. so therefore you know one of the things I want to do is to ensure that anything I can do whether it's a connection yeah. whether it's signposting whether it's knowledge transfer in exhorses yeah. whether it's learning you know I will I will do anything to happen if I can be there I'll be there. <laughs> You're just amazing. I could listen to you for, for all day long. Likewise. <laughs> so tell me a bit about your business. And um, uh, I really want to get to the point where you might have found a challenge and when your attributes then kicked in to overcome that challenge uh, as well. Yeah. Well, when I started the business, I, I had two sets of skills. I had my aviation skills, you know, uh, because I was in ground radar. Uh, wasn't, a lot of, wasn't a lot of call for that in the Midlands. Uh, and I had a set of, and I had a, a set of uh, learning and training skills that not only had I learned in the military, but I'd really, really developed in the corporate world. Yeah. And so that was what I decided I wanted to do. I'd always develop people. I'd always, de- always develop senior people. I'd always help people in senior leadership positions. Yeah. And so that's what I was going to do. But like everybody, when I started when I started in, in my business, I was at ground zero. And I was sat at a second, all I had was a second-hand <laughs> desk, an A4 pad, and what was in my back pocket. And I was terrified. I was terrified. I had no network. Uh, and I, I had no idea how I was going to build this business. I knew I had train. If mm-hmm. I had somebody in front of me, I could help and develop them. But you know as well as I do, Ren, you've got to build a business. You've got to yeah. find a customer base yeah. you've got to find the network you've got to be able to market it sell it yeah. price it you know I, I've never seen a VAT return in my life <laughs> so so you know um the to answer your question I decided very quickly that what I was going to focus on was continue to um 
target those in the most senior positions. Yeah. So my clients are chief execs, MDs, senior teams. And when they are running high growth businesses or where they're running growing businesses, yeah. <laughs> mostly their hair's on fire and they've got a lot of challenges. <laughs> and if that's the case, I'm in the right place and I can yeah. help them. But it did take me four years yeah. to work out my proper proposition. And what I would say to anybody is, you know, keep working on that. You don't know, you don't know all the answers on the first day. And I don't know all the answers now after 10 years. Do you know what? Refreshing, <laughs> totally refreshing. Because actually, I think you're, you know, not I think, I know you're absolutely right. You know, you should never sort of say, right, this is my plan and that's going to stick forever. No, you, no. You've got to keep re- reinventing yourself. Exactly that. And actually, it doesn't always come even the at first wave. And once you've got that first wave, you've said it took four years, then it's a continual cycle of actually what's new, how do you change that portfolio do you need to change it in some way and that research so I think that brings us to another nice piece because Roger who's one of our trainers he talks about you know it's it's his mantra research 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 Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes people forget that actually just because it's working now it doesn't mean let's just stop the research happening is that something that you do absolutely right and to me it's proactive and reactive you as a business owner have got to be continually looking at your proposition looking at your client base looking at your Mm -hmm. solution that you are offering so that's so that's that's the proactive part, yeah. but you've got to be looking at at, at the um, at the marketplace and what's out there, and there are going to be things affecting that. And you have got to be agile. Mm-hmm. Agility is so important in business. Yeah. And again, from a military perspective, yeah. that's that's something that's ingrained in us. You know, one day we're we're going that way, <laughs> that direction, and the next day it's changed and we're going that direction because we are responding to the threat or responding to something else. So that's something we're used to being. Yeah. We're used to turning on a sixpence. We used to have somebody saying, okay, we're not going in that direction. We're going in that direction. And we used to saying, okay, we're not moaning about it. We're ready. We're, we're, we're going to motivate the people around us mm-hmm. to change direction. And that's what you need in business. Yeah. So I would say to anybody that's been in the military, if you're thinking about this, you recognize that scenario. Yeah. What yeah. you've got to do is translate it to a civilian yeah. uh, landscape. You can do it. Yeah. So um, th- th- that's that's great, and it's a coping strategy. And you know what, Karen, you from a coaching perspective, a mentoring, you you know all the yards around that as well, which is why we asked you if you would consider being an ambassador, because one of the things that you're bringing in abundance is actually helping people with coping strategies and and just sharing that some of that knowledge as well. So what is it that you do if you're having a bit of an off? and what's your coping strategy what do you do how do you how do you deal with that uh, well it's a really great question Ren and uh, owning a business whatever size when you're at the top yeah uh, is completely isolating and so sometimes you know you hit a wall you have a problem you know you get demotivated you know something happens and and you feel like you Mm -hmm. in need of something you 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 have you have got to have a network of people around you to call upon. Yeah. Uh, and it might be a coach, it might be a mentor, it might be another colleague. You yeah. me- you know, you, you mentioned uh, some of the other things I'm involved with. One of, one of the things that I do is I chair a group for the Women Presidents Organisation, yeah. uh, uh, which is a group for female entrepreneurs who are at the top of their game. They're running mm. second stage businesses. Uh, and the reason they come together is to share. And yes. it's peer learning, 
It's about sharing some of challenges, sharing ideas, you know, cross fertilization of, of, of knowledge or contacts. <clears throat> so that's what I do. I ensure, so to answer your question, I ensure that I am fully engaged all time with the people around me. And if I need advice or if, yeah. I, if I need to be in a place where I know I need to change my mindset on something, yeah. I'll go and talk to somebody yeah. about it. And, and you don't solve problems by yeah. sitting on your own, running it around in your head. Exactly. We wouldn't do that in the military. We wouldn't do that in the corporate world. And as a business owner, you can't do that. Yeah. But often when I'm coaching, I'm coaching very senior execs. I'll say to them, if you've got a real challenge, there's three reasons why you don't talk about it to people in your business. And that's either they don't understand, uh, it's not appropriate, or they don't care. Yeah, and so you have to have that network yeah. of colleagues and peers around you to call upon. Yeah, and that's so so interesting because actually, if you're in that space where it is just you, yes. and you're not really getting out because you haven't got time to get out, you make time, and <laughs> therefore it becomes you know you, you actually end up talking maybe where, where it may not be appropriate and sometimes you know it's great to have great friends inside an organization but also being able to protect yourself and them as well because you you, you might be worried about something absolutely and you, that's being projected onto absolutely. somebody in your team might also worry them it, as well it's so. it's not a weakness it's not a weakness Ren, to admit that there's something going on and you yeah. just want to talk about it or offload it you know i call it harness vulnerability i i've given yeah. it a term you know uh, vulnerability, harnessed vulnerability, is a yeah. very, very important part of leadership. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're running around with your hair on fire. That's not yeah. going to help you or your team around you. But it's okay to say, okay, that's not my thing. Yeah. But listen, you're, I'm going to give you responsibility for that, and you're going to take that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's okay to say this is going on. I want to solve it because mm-hmm. if you can't solve it on your own, then you are even greater risk if you don't yeah. deal with it. So, Karen, I uh, I know how busy you are. And I know that, you know, you're a, a massive champion in a lot of different things. You, yeah. you know, you've spoken about the Women Presidents Organization. Yeah. There's a couple of other things that you're involved in, oh, yeah. including X-Forces Enterprise. Including being, X-Forces, yeah, of course. Um, so tell me a little bit about the other things that you're involved in, because that sort of it that sort of says the measure of you know, this, how out there you've got and how you've built that network because that was one of your raison d'etre is build a network. Build a network. It's all about the network. So when I first started the business, I needed to build my own network and somebody approached me to be an exec director of a business network, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. And this it was in the Midlands, but this particular network helped businesses um, develop their international trade strategies. Right. So businesses grow very quickly if sometimes they go global and... Mm-hmm. And take uh, a um, domestic uh, operation into into a global operation, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, I got to meet many many different countries, and a lot of embassies used to contact me. And Latvia was a com- <laughs> was a very a particular pr- prolific partner yeah. that I had, and I worked with them very closely. Latvia is only a, a small country; there's only two million people, and a million of those are in Riga. And uh, after working with three of their ambassadors, that yeah. the ambassador invited me to be honorary consul to Latvia here yeah. in the United Kingdom. I was absolutely gobsmacked. 
I didn't even know what a, an honorary consul did. And when I asked the ambassador, I said, what's an honorary consul do, Your Excellency? And he said, well, they do what you're already doing. They ha- they connect businesses between two nations right. to try and help the two. So that's what I do. And and it's an amazing thing. And, I, I you know, but, you know, when you meet when you meet businesses across the world, I've got a lot of colleagues all over the world, you know, especially in the, in yeah. the US and in other European countries through the WPO and the Women Presidents. The challenges that on, entrepreneurs yeah. have and business owners have, you know, the, the synergies are just incredible. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. Um, so um, so that was a, a real privilege to be involved yeah. with. You mentioned Parliament. Uh, I sit on the all-party parliamentary group for Women in Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, and I know you have an involvement in that, of course, <laughs> of Ren. Course. And, and we, we meet with, with each yeah. other on that. And I'm very, very proud to say that the work that we've done on that group uh, over the last 18 months has resulted in the yeah. in the launch of our recent report, which which uh, challenges government to, to think about women entrepreneurs yeah. and what, what women entrepreneurs need. And of course, I, I chaired the subgroup for business support, coaching and mentoring, which really drove the recommendations to government uh, and um, some of the things we've talked around about coaching and mentoring. Exactly. And I think therein lies something that we've picked up and harnessed very quickly because clearly, you know, one of the parts of what we do and what we talk about is the coaching and the mentoring so really leveraging on the work that you've already done with the women in uh, enterprise appg uh and bring that together you know so yeah i should have thought about it i should have come into that group and then we would have been working on it together but (laughs) at least we've got some international trade happening as well of course that's really good so i'm going to ask you a slightly different question actually karen which is i know what makes you tick you know and we've captured a little bit of that now from a work perspective so tell me a little bit about Karen personal what do you do to uh, (sighs) unwind and well family is so important and 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 I know that's important to you, Ran, and it's important to you know a lot of people who are close to me, and those of us that run businesses. That's a real challenge because you're right, running a business is twenty four seven. So you know, I'm married to Craig. We've been married five years. We've we've been together, you know, I think nineteen years. It took wow. him a while to get on one knee. In fact, <laughs> in fact, he didn't actually get on one knee. But you know, I love him to bits. He's fantastic. Uh, and we've got a little dog called Frosty. And oh, that, I've met Frosty. I've oh, met Frosty. He's amazing. I rescued Frosty three years ago. Uh, little Yorkshire Terrier not a lot of teeth um, and uh, it, but he's fabulous and um, yeah so there's just Craig and I and Frosty and I've got obviously my mum I've still got my mum and dad they're in their 80s there's nothing yeah. better than just being with family yeah. and spending quality time and you've got to make that time you've got to make that time to be that person again sorry I'm laughing now I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to I have to interject now Frosty this little dog called Frosty and Karen said to me straight away so whatever you do do not shake his little toy called the owl owly 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 at frosty so oh i never listened so i got the owl and shook it i thought he was going to eat me and he's yeah. only this big yeah he's got a big heart as frosty <laughs> he's got a big heart you know but he's he, he's got the jackpot that that dog you know i ruined him i have ruined him <laughs> bless you so uh family and i think family. that's really important family yeah, yeah. Yeah, the simple life. We have we have very very simple life because yeah. we've got we're so busy doing other things. There's nothing better, you know, than just yeah. you know maybe a bottle of wine and 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 you know, just tucked up 
and with people you love and yeah. people who mean a lot to you. A walk, a, a walk in the village. Yeah. Just oh, and everybody things. knows you in the village as well. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody knows me. <laughs> Do, actually. Yes. So, mind you, there are only only 136 houses, Red, so that's pretty easy. I think everybody knows everybody, in fairness. Yeah, bless. You were trying to get me introduced to everybody in the, in the village. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're very friendly in Shuttington. They're very friendly. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so, bringing it back sort of full circle, and I really wanted to zone in on, on something, which is something that you bring out so well. It's about the attributes and yeah. uh, the skills of the military. What are the top ones that's kept you in good stead with your business? Yeah, okay. There's three. Resilience, resilience and resilience. <laughs> Bless you. It's, it's hard work, you know, yeah. and all of all the other things are really, really important. But you've got to keep going. Yeah. You, you're going to have bad days, you know. Yeah. Business is not in a straight line. It goes up, down, up, down, up, down. It yeah. doesn't matter how old your business is. People yeah. tell me that whether the business is two years old, five years old, 15 years old, and however, you know. I was, I was with, I was with, I'm working with a second generation uh, no third generation yeah. business at the moment and they're celebrating their hundredth year wow. and they talk about the same things yeah you know yeah. so so you've got to be resilient you can't give up mm. you've you've got to maintain positivity there's no power in negativity yeah you can't be a mood hoover you know if you yeah. it, it, you know if if you're feeling <laughs> like that <laughs> if you feel bad if you feel bad you've got to contain it yeah. because if you feel bad or you're or you're hacked off about something by telling people about that or showing it, all you're doing is sharing that. Yeah. And you, you, you don't want to share that. You want, you want to share the positive things. Yeah. We've all worked for bosses who moan and who walk around as though, you know, the world's going to, he- going to end. Who wants to work for someone like that? Yeah. You know, you, cr- you create the, yeah. the, the demeanour in the office and in your business. Yeah. You're responsible for it and you drive it. So, you know, you've got to be resilient and you've got to keep going. Yeah, and I I totally, and part of what you've just said, everything that you've just said is absolutely bang on, but also it is about the culture and you're creating that culture. You're driving it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every you know, the people that you bring into your business are part of that culture, but you've got got to make sure you test the health of that. Yeah. So I've got something else I really want to uh, ask you, and um, it's not just about the armed forces community although the armed forces community is actually also excelling in this you know in terms of what we know and what we've helped from our community 29% of those are women who we've supported to start up their own businesses so it fluctuates depending on when you're measuring it from 29% to 30% but actually I want to take it even wider than just the armed forces community. And we'll come back to supporting spouses and stuff because Mm -hmm. I think that's quite important. But it's women and young girls and females in general. And I know that's something else that you're really passionate about. Yeah. And um, how are you seeing the landscape right now? Are we you know as a nation mm-hmm. is there more that we should be doing you know wh- what's your view on that well i think um people who run businesses good businesses know that their that their demographic in their business especially around their senior team mm-hmm. has to be balanced mm-hmm. and has to reflect 
you know, uh, the, their customer base yeah. uh, and their partner base. Otherwise, they're going to be making decisions mm-hmm. that they, that are not normally that are not in line with their customers. Mm-hmm. So, so people, are, I think, to answer your question, people are cottoning on that yeah. you have to have a diverse board, and obviously, gender yeah. uh, comes into that. You know, uh, I'm very interested in helping, uh, and, and through my women's women's presidents of course helping women entrepreneurs all entrepreneurs of course but i don't buy that women aren't confident mm-hmm. i don't buy it red mm-hmm. i think i i, I just i just don't buy it I, I think i think we see people who have confidence issues yeah. but I, I see men who have confidence issues as well yeah. as women yeah. i think what's different is i think women talk about it more yeah. they're more in tune they're more comfortable in saying oh i'm not that sure about this and they're more comfortable in talking to yeah. each other about it and i don't think men are as much and I think what that has what what has that what that has resulted in is women are less confident and men don't buy it. Yeah. I think we just talk about it more, and yeah. I think we're very very in tune with what we know and what we don't know. We've all heard yeah. the anecdote about the job description, and the bloke looks at it and he says, "Blimey, I can do fifty percent of that. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a go." And the woman looks at it and says, "Oh, I can only do eighty percent. I better do a little bit more and about the more learning about the other 20. I think we have. I think in the past we've had a different approach to yes. things. So the women I meet have bags of confidence, yeah. but they know what. But they have yeah. weaknesses but so do the men, but they're very, very in tune with that and they yeah. talk about yeah. it. But I think um, women and I think girls are widening their perspective about what they want to do mm. in the world of work. And I think engineering and things like STEM are things that they are, that they're, they're more than, uh, obviously they're more than capable of, they're brilliant at actually. Yeah. Yeah. If, they can prob- if you can problem solve, you can be an engineer. Yeah. It's not about being in a dirty factory. Yeah. And, and girls understand that now. And the message is getting through to them. So I think we're moving in the right direction. Wonderful. So not a passive response from you on that subject at all then, Karen? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so I want to ask you a different question now, which is more about you and yeah. your business and not and not, maybe not just about the business but your outlook and you know the support that you provide and all that sort of stuff mm. so you know this is going to go out and you're so charismatic it's going to go out uh so if we had a um, magic wand and little magic dust what would that wish be what would the what would you want to put out there if you could get something for karen tracy <sighs> Well, you know, uh, I would want what any entrepreneur wants. You know, we all want to give. We all want to give visibility of what we offer. We yeah. all want to give visibility of how we can help others be better in their businesses. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'm talking a lot, and I'm doing a lot of work at the moment with the team about um, uh, creating more products around yeah. the women's. Uh, portfolio that we've got and we're also uh, developing more coaching products as well take a look take a look and uh, we offer more we're going to be offering more next year than we currently do now we're augmenting our portfolio so you know I would say take a look at that and and you know so let me let me put something out there for you then because I think that there's a massive opportunity for you to be able to help so many people in your from not from your volunteering bit because you're doing that and you're doing it in abundance but actually doing it from your own from your coaching mentoring organization yeah so uh, as you know I mean we fell into lobbying a little bit not sure how that happened so we made two policy changes just 
just put it out there. And the third one that we uh, spoke about, which is uh, something that the Federation of Small Businesses have really championed on the back of the research that was done originally with X-Forces, Forces in Mind Trust, Warwick and Kinetic. Um, but cutting a long story short, um, we we put it out there that if there was a national insurance uh, tax relief for organisations, small businesses to hire veterans, then that would be a good thing because clearly they don't have as deep pockets as big corporates in terms of their learning and development. Now, that might be something if we really do manage to get that moving um, that might be an area whereby you might be able to help and coach organisations who are taking on veterans to understand yeah. and translate that those skills into the workplace quicker. And I think that's something that, you know, and I know there's big businesses who would, who would look at that as well. So Absolutely. maybe that's a, an area that Karen can support in. Because, More than happy, yeah. You know, Absolutely. that brings your, the, you said it, the best uh, job that you had was uh, working in the armed forces and coupling that with your uh, work that you do now is just sort of a, an amazing thing. Really. Yeah. And of course, yeah. veterans, it, you know, veterans transition. Yeah. Uh, Ren, you know that very well. And where I remember where I was, you know, a month out of the of the military and just being like a startled bunny. Yeah. And so if you're taking on a veteran at a month out of the military, or even a year at the military. I, I always say it took me three years to civilianise myself. Yeah. I really do. Um, and there's still bits of me that are not civilian. Um, to to a veteran who's mm. maybe like me, who's been mm. out, you know, since 1991, they're at different stages of transition. So, so to your yeah. point, if you're taking on veterans, you have to understand that they're going to be in a different place and a yeah. different mindset depending on when they were released. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it also depends how long they've served. So yeah. a veteran that served 18 months is going to be in a different place after a year back out in Civvy mm-hmm. Street than somebody that's served 23 years. Yeah. They're going to be in a whole different so, place. So, you know, this is a really interesting podcast now because what we've really been able to bring to life is two very distinct elements. One is about the knowledge exchange that you spoke about right at the outset for uh, armed forces-led businesses and, you know, overcoming those challenges and building a network and all that sort of stuff. And now we've ended up talking about also about organisations who are hiring the armed forces yeah. and supporting them. So I think yeah. that's a really nice dynamic, you know, mm. that we haven't really, we, we haven't rehearsed, but yeah. it's actually yeah. something very much that you can bring out into, you know, bringing your skills and, and support out there. I think there's a third part to it is, you know, there's a, there's a part, how long have they been out? There's another part, how long have they served? But it's there's also a part, yeah. of where did they serve? Yeah. You know, whether we like it or not, the culture in the army is different yeah. to that in the Air Force, to that in the Navy. It's this, yeah. there, are, there, are, there are some there are some common denominators, yeah. but course. it's slightly different. Yeah. Uh, and it has to be, you know. So so a, a, an employer that is aware of that mm-hmm. and has some sort of tacit knowledge that enables them to, to assimilate how they might, you know, onboard that person, develop that person, support that person, challenge that person, yeah. communicate with that person. 
because uh, we don't we shouldn't be treating people how we like to be treated we should be treating people how they like to be treated as a disc yes. practitioner I, I psychometrically profile those that I that I um, work with you know we have to be able to understand our own wiring and yeah. those of others so we can communicate with them and treat them yeah. in the way that works for them not works for us yeah. leadership is about isn't about having it your all all your own way it, it, it's about it's about communicating with them in, in a way that motivates them and brings them to life brilliant the job of a leader is to unlock potential and influence if we can't communicate with them on their level we're going to fail right so um final words then and bringing it all full circle um what are those what what would your key message be out there with where you're at now and the good work that you're doing for society full stop right the way through So if there there are veterans out there who are thinking about doing it, step in, use. I would have loved, I would have loved X-Forces to be around when I started my business. Talk to X-Forces. Their portfolio is so wide. And I'm not just saying it because you're sat here, Ren. I've met your, I've met, you know, I've met a lot of your team. The team are amazing. They're not going to judge you. They're not going to think you've got a stupid idea. You know, that all of the fears you've got, you've got imposter syndrome. I'm not really an entrepreneur. You are you've got if you've got something come and talk to x forces and talk to the people that can help you if you're on that up and down and your business is a couple of years or three years old that's okay that's normal again go and talk to the people that can help you and go and network and increase your network develop your network and if you've been going for a long time it's never too late to learn the day i stop learning (laughs) is the day i'm packing up we've got to learn every day you know what karen you're just amazing and i didn't ask her to plug xf so thank you for doing that (laughs) but also i have got to say a big thank you to you because you. you are really getting that message out there you're supporting so many people the platform the portal will be ready next year i think there's going to be a lot of tips hints and support around coaching mentoring and building a network yeah which karen does amazingly well um for the midlands area as well but also i just wanted to point out that being karen she's coming a tri-service colored dress well done, you. <laughs> it, is a bit, it is a bit military coloured. That, that, I wish I'd planned that, Ren. <laughs> it, it didn't escape me. It didn't escape me. <laughs> so well done. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for being such a great part of the community, but also being a friend of X-Forces and also me as well. So thank you. Thank you for inviting me today, Ren. Thank you for your service. I know you're currently serving. Thank you. Uh, you inspire and amaze me and so many people. So thank you for what you do. It's a, it's a <laughs> pleasure to be part of it. Thank you. <laughs> X-Forces Enterprise is the leading organisation supporting the military into business and enterprise learning in the UK. Providing training, mentoring, networking and government-backed loans for startup businesses. Our microfinance success rate is over 90% and reflects the handrail of support our beneficiaries receive. X-Forces Enterprise's model of support reflects the ethos and values of the armed forces by providing a community and a sense of belonging. As a member of the Army Reserves and an entrepreneur since an early age, these are values I hold dear. I also believe that enterprise skills are life skills, whether you are starting your own business, preparing for employment or volunteering. X-Forces Enterprise have helped to equip 
thousands for the next path in life. If you are a member of the Armed Forces community and want to find out how X-Forces Enterprise can support your discovery and journey into enterprise, please visit us on x-forces.com. That's the letter x-forces.com. Hi,